everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and beyond. Happy Friday to you. And... If you're listening right now, tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Today's episode, I want us to think about this question. What do you think about what drives life? (laughs) This time of year, people start reflecting on the year. And we also prepare for a new year. And right now, Mercury is in retrograde and Capricorn, which is a perfect time to take a moment to reflect back as well as, now I want to preface this before I say the next slide, Mercury retrograde is not a time to freak out, okay? A lot of of the information that I see is, oh my gosh, Mercury is in retrograde. Oh, I have to put my life on hold. I need to pause. I can't do anything. Actually, Mercury retrograde, I love Mercury retrograde. And why I love Mercury retrograde is because it gives us an opportunity to redo. Yes, the re, the restart, the redo, reevaluate, rethink, remake, reconnect. (laughs) Mercury retrograde is our opportunity to do something that we want to do over again. So it gives us a do-over. It's a perfect time of the year to go through closets, do no fit, no fit, you know, fit, no fit. (laughs) Then also to, uh, yeah, reconnect with somebody. Who's from your past you want to reconnect with? Is there an apology that needs to be said? Is there a letter that needs to be written? Is, is there some project that was put on hold that you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to restart that again. It gives us a chance to revisit. What about a recipe? You know what? I've always wanted to learn how to make, you know, fill in the blank. And I want to try it one more time. That is the beauty of Mercury retrograde. All right. So the original question was, what are the drivers of life? Is it the task that drives life? Or is it the exploration and the experience? So is it the task that's the driver of life? Or is it the experience of life? And why I want us to take a moment today, and why I'm actually bringing this this topic up, 
is because it's a reoccurring theme and a pattern that, yes, can I say that anymore, Midwest, a pattern, (laughs) a pattern that I've seen this week. Oh my gosh, and how many conversations. Just on what is today? Today is Friday. And on Wednesday, I kid you not, I had three separate late night questions and conversations about this thought of what are the drivers of life? And in those conversations, and again, I've also seen themes on social media and through other postings and other people's conversations that have looped me in, say, you know, can you, can you just give me a second here? What are your thoughts about this? And the reoccurring theme that I keep seeing is, what are the drivers of life? Are they the task or is it the experience? So if you want to take a pause right now and think about that question and reflect on it and ask yourself some of those, you know, pay attention to it, ask yourself the question and pay attention to some of the thoughts that come up, that's cool. Or if you want to keep going and listening and then even maybe pausing later or re-listening to this episode, hey, you want to know what? That's awesome too. Whatever works for you, meeting yourself where you are at. How those conversations started was again asking for assistance and asking for help and sharing thoughts and feelings. Okay, all those conversations started with sharing thoughts and feelings. Feelings of isolation, loneliness, depression, questioning, wondering. And then everything would circle back to task. And I'm pausing because it was such a profound awareness that I thought and the individuals that were, you know, looping me in and then also the conversations that I had one-on-one with folks, is there's a need here. The lack of awareness of suppressing feelings and emotions and plowing forward with doing. I can remember when I was in doc school, I had a group assignment, and we were all sitting around, and we knew what the assignment was, and then people just started doing and I was observing the group dynamics and I, I said, how do we know where we're going? Just getting in the car and driving. We haven't planned where we're going. We don't know what other people's interests are, what skills we want to develop. This is John Cotter's work, by the way, if you want to look up a really good book. <laughs> John Cotter. See, I do use that degree. <laughs> anyway, And so with these conversations, I'm listening, I'm fully present. And then I asked the question, I asked the question to everybody that I did talk with on Wednesday. What is the thing that you notice right now? And I got a deer in the headlight response. And then I said, it's okay to have the deer in the headlight response. Let's, let's take it a little bit deeper and notice how our body is feeling. Because we do know that the body keeps the score. And you know what else is interesting about the body keeps the score? Is that the body also holds emotions. So what emotions am I communicating as well as what emotions am I hiding, suppressing, just pushing away? 
In each of those conversations, each of those people that I talked with said, I'm lonely and I don't feel like I'm heard. So then I asked the next question, which was, when we focus on the task of doing what is absent, it's the feelings, it's the emotions. So when we reflect back on 2022, if you ask somebody, I don't know, pick July 22nd, what task did you do that day? People might not be able to remember and they might have to look through their phone or go through emails, even look at their log and say, well, you know, this is what I did. But they couldn't recall immediately when asked. Now, if you flip that question and ask this question, what are some experiences that you experienced in 2022? What did you do over the summer? People can share experiences. They can recall. And as they're sharing with you the experience of what they did over the summer, for example, and in this case, I did ask, so what'd you do over the summer? Can you remember July? What did you do in July? Oh, you know, yeah, we went up north or, oh, we went, you know, we traveled. Another person was about, um, they did a staycation. And to be present again and listen to the story. And there's passion and emotion when they're sharing the story, which is completely different from how the conversation started. The awareness moment here is, what is the driver of life? What are the drivers of life? It's not the task. It's not doing. It is the experience. It's the experience. It's the feeling. See, what happens when we focus on the task, we even then suppress hearing ourselves as well as others. So imagine that, you know, we're doing something with our family and people are focused on the task. The missing element is emotion. And human beings are emotional beings. No matter how many wonderful technologies we have with medical, for example, we are always going to be emotional beings. I wrote about this actually and posted something on my Twitter feed. And the response was was very interesting because, and interesting not in a Minnesota nice way, but and bless our hearts here, Interesting in the sense of I was surprised by the amount of engagement. I was surprised by the amount of engagement with that with that post. Because when we when we do embrace the experience, then we embrace the story of the feelings, the emotions, and the joy. When we're doing a task, it's a I have to do. It's an obligation to do. When we experience life and we hold the experience of life, it's a get to. I get to do that. I get to be that. I get to be with those people. The energy is completely different with task orientation versus experience orientation. 
What do you think is comparing the, those two, right? The um, task and the experience. Which one do you think has a sustainability to be fulfilling energetically as well as contributing to our mental health? Now, I want to pause here for a second and put the preface that I'm not talking about in a situation where a person is experiencing, say, anxiety, and they're using a technique which um, has them moving slowly, or if a person's experiencing, say, um, depression, that their technique is to then move and just have some sort of movement, movement and complete a task, for example, of washing dishes, or vacuuming the floor, or maybe folding socks. That is not the situation I'm talking about here. What I'm specifically talking about is when we reflect on 2022 and we ask ourselves the question, what are the drivers of life? Is it being task-oriented or is it experiencing life and the journey of life? Because when you recall and you reflect, again, the RE, right? Again, Mercury retrograde, no coincidence. Thank you, Dr. Bernie Siegel. When we recall and reevaluate 2022, we will remember, there's another RE, we will remember the experiences than the task. So the next time you're engaged with somebody, whether it's a loved one or you're at work and everybody's engaged in doing something, look around and see how people are feeling. Are people's feelings and emotions being heard and validated or are there people that are being ignored because we've numbed ourselves to become so task-oriented that we have, in addition to numbing ourselves, we've removed ourselves from the thing that actually brings more fulfillment? Again, going back to the question, what is the drivers of life? Brings more fulfillment to the drivers of life. And not just living. See, I see that, and this is through my experience educationally, as well as practice, for myself practice, as well as practice with others when they've asked me, hey, can you help me out here? Is that when we are solely task-oriented, we're just going through the motions of life. Yeah, I can check off the boxes. But are you truly enjoying? When you go on an experience, you can recall the story. People are engaged in a deeper level, in a deeper way than it is just to check off a TAM box and say, yeah, I completed the task. It's not the purpose. It's not the point. The point is to enjoy the adventure and the experience. Now, again, caveat, I'm not talking about... (laughs) Being black and white and saying that trauma is, you know, again, what didn't kill me made me stronger. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying specifically when looking at reflecting on 2022, can you say, yeah, what did you do on June 18th? What tasks? But if you ask yourself the question, what did I do in June that I experienced? 
You can recall the memory and the story. Those experiences, guys and gals and people, fill us. They fill our soul. They fill our heart, which is why when we get together with people to experience life, when we feel isolated and lonely, the experience isn't a good one. It's not fulfilling. Because it feels like a task. Because it feels like a have to. I have to go to this. I have to. I have to see that person. I have to. No. Experiences. Look at the experiences of 2022 that were fulfilling, that were not task-oriented, that were not obligation. You can see the pattern here. I'm repeating myself because what happens is when you hear the story and you hear the message at least three times, then you start remembering it. You start recalling, oh, look at that. There's two more RE words. <laughs> remembering and recalling. I should look this up and see what is the... What does the prefix R-E mean? Okay, bear with me for a second here because I'm actually really going to look it up. R-E prefix because I, I don't remember. I have no idea. Don't know. Don't recall. <laughs> Need to look it up. So R-E is a prefix with the meaning again. Back. It indicates repetition. Yeah. Back or again. Look at that. Back, back from, back to the original place. You know, that that's actually really beautiful because one of the things that we talk about in our, in our um, sessions at PTSD and beyond with our groups is this, this notion of rediscovering yourself. Because sometimes people will say things like, I feel like I lost myself and I feel like I've rediscovered myself. And there's a homecoming there's a homecoming. I'm coming back home. So the meaning of the prefix are back, back, back to the original place. It's kind of like a Dorothy moment and not a Dory moment, but a Dorothy moment. There's no place like home and home is a place that rests within ourselves. It's what rests in our soul. It's what rests in a driver of life, the experience. So take a moment and reflect and reevaluate what were those experiences of 2022, as well as, remember, because we're all about the and, we're the bridge to the and, look at those moments where you found yourself being more task-oriented. And when you're reflecting, another thing to, to evaluate is to ask yourself the question, how did I feel when I did all of these tasks? And how did I feel when I had the experience? And notice how your body responds. Look, at there's another word, respond. How does your body respond? What is, what is, what is the res response and reaction that's happening? If anything at all, and make note. And why? Because there is a grander purpose to this podcast episode today. There's a couple things. One is what is the drivers of life? The second one is being completely task oriented and getting and, and having to do things and having obligations to do things suck the joy out of the experience of life and the experiences where 
the soul rests, the experiences where the memory, the cellular memory holds on to the experiences of life and experiences of life have energy and emotion and meaning and are part of the drivers of life. And when we reflect on those again, messages here throughout the podcast today on how did our body respond, react? How did our emotions, what was our emotional state? What are the differences between the two? And the final question, everybody, what do I want to repeat? There's another R-E word. What do I want to repeat for 2023? All right, you guys, this is Dr. Dow with PTSD and Beyond. I hope you liked our episode today. Please give us a rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us, um, whether that's on Podbean, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and um, boy, there's so many others out there that we're, we're listed on and we're grateful for that. And I am so grateful for you being here today too and um, choosing to listen to this podcast because you could listen to any other podcast, but you choose to be here. And again, what do we say at PTSD and Beyond? Take what resonates and go beyond.